That wasn't an underwhelming round of applause at all. <laughs> Everybody's tired. It's okay. It's the new year. Yes, it is the new year. How, how did how did you spend your uh, New Year's Eve? Uh, I, uh, I I I watched the fireworks. Yes. At Hartgenskerka. Yes. I uh, I worked all day uh, up until then. I saw the fireworks. So you were working on uh, uh, flipping burgers until until like eleven. Yeah. And then I went to Hartgenskerka with the Frenchie. Then we had a little bit of a kiss in front of the fireworks, and five minutes into the midnight fireworks, I said, "Want to go home?" Yeah, oh really? <laughs> 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 and then, uh, yeah, then went to bed. What about you? I uh, watched the uh, yeah. I went to a party with the makers of Auramotorkaupet. Oh wow! Yes, so I was sitting in the back in case it was horrible and they couldn't see me not laugh. Yeah. <laughs> But I laughed. It was a really good scope. Did you like the scope? <laughs> that's that's impressive. For th for those listening at home and those who are uh, not Icelandic here, it, it is a, a a show that happens on New Year's Eve. It's the I think it's the second most watched television event, apart from Eurovision. Yeah, it's up there with Eurovision. And uh, it makes fun of the of the previous year. <laughs> and it is my third one, third New Year's uh, in, in this Iceland, country. Yes. yes. And not a single year, except this one, have I heard everyone impressed with it. No, well, really? Yeah, usually it's it usually people like pick the shit out of it the next day, but everybody seems to like this one. So good on them. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, it's usually uh, people wanted to be kind of edgy or not too edgy, mm -hmm. so everyone has a bit different uh, opinion about it. I remember wha one time when they really picked on uh, the right-wing side of the politics. Yeah. And I went later to a New Year's party where there were some right-wing people, and they were talking about how about we bring some really funny right-wing comedians <laughs> into the <laughs> thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, name one. Present them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow, but I think they did an amazing. It was a, it was a, 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 a double female team who they wrote it, didn't they? Yes, it was two females at the same time who wrote it. Yes, with with along with some people with penises as well. Yes, it was a it was a pretty equal group, I believe. But they're but they're I think I think Saga and, and Dora are a great team. Yes, they are a great team. They were picked for it because of the Red Nose Day, which they did uh, uh, very well yeah. uh, this year. Uh, well, mainly because they presented the world uh, with the uh, boy band Never Too Late. Oh. It was the it was the premiere can't, of my can't boy say band. I've heard yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember you uh, told me why wasn't I included, and I said you don't have glasses. And to which my response was, I wear them for reading. Yes, you have to wear them all the time to be included uh, within. So my I was boy excluded band. because of my 2020 distance vision. Yes, you were well excluded because you're not as handicapped as us guys. Because I'm more of a Clark Kent. Then a then a no, a you're more of a Superman. I'm more a of a Superman than a Daredevil. No, you uh, okay? Yes, that that metaphor kind of works. Kind but of works. You're more more than a more of a Superman than a Clark Kent. Yeah, okay. in this in this Samhengi. Have you ever wondered what would happen if everyone at the Daily Planet wore glasses? 
Oh yeah, uh, then no one would recognize me them. Anybody? Yeah. <laughs> they go, Lois. No, it's me, Clark. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't recognize. How do you think he does that? What? What is? Wha how do you think he must be the greatest actor in the world? He, yeah, he must. He must be. Uh, uh, I was about to say, must be like Kaiser Sose, but we can't yes, talk yes. about I Kevin Spacey yes. anymore. God damn it. Did you know that uh, Christopher Reeve, uh, who once uh, played Superman, once played a pedophile as well? I did not. I saw that movie at Ruv when I was a child, and it fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> what was the movie? It was him being a pedophile. I Is that the title? <laughs> Christopher <laughs> Lee Reeves bees a pedophile. No, that guy you know as Superman is now is a pedophile. <laughs> I should have, I should have, uh, you know, be warned by the title, but you know. Oh my God! My, I always remember Christopher Reeve. Remember, um, like obviously he had that tragic accident and he was in the wheelchair, mm -hmm. and it was a, it was a rich person accident. It was from horse riding. Yes. Um, so not as sympathetic. I don't know. I'm just saying it. Um, it it's all right. It was a rich. It was all right. It was a rich person yeah. accident. Um, don't cry your eyes out. Just it's like yet. crashing in a Bentley. You know. <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh, it's all right. He's dead. He can't hear it. But uh, I always remember. Do you remember the South Park episode where they like they were trying to promote stem cell research, and Christopher Reeves was really like plugging it. But his what they made him do was he just had fetuses and was <laughs> like sucking them in to stay alive. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't. I'm sure I've seen it. <laughs> it was terrible. And I remember I was like, I didn't know much about stem cell research at the time. I was like, I'm sure that's, is that what they do? Yes, that's <laughs> exactly what they do. Well, sometimes they use straws. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> just to avoid the mess. Yeah. Because if you suck a fetus without a straw, it will get on your shirt. Just so you know. It's just like removing the yolk from an egg before you, you do like Easter stuff. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Okay, <laughs> all right, that's gross. Sorry. Happy New Year, everybody. How is it? Is everyone out there still, you know, nursing the post New Year's hangover? Yeah, has everyone been partying for like three weeks straight? And your your livers are just going, please kill me. <laughs> is everyone Icelandic in the audience tonight? No, give us a shout out if you're foreign. Uh, a round of applause if you're foreign. Yes. Round or oh yeah, oh you're quiet. Where are you from? Down the back there. Finland. They, those people know how to drink. Yes, they uh, do. <laughs> what about you at the table here? Where are you from? Hungary. Mm, I went there this year. Yes, the customer service was interesting. <laughs> Israel. Israel. Believing that. I was going to say alone. Israel. Yeah, the one person who shouted out without being asked. <laughs> I'm guessing the person who was quiet was Palestine. Woo, <laughs> I went there. <laughs> Sorry. He was Ooh. being suffocated by yeah. an Israeli. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but how, uh, how are you feeling today? I am feeling all right. I'm slightly more drunk than you because I know you're not drunk at all. I am sober as fuck. <laughs> and you look good. Do I? Yes, you do. You you don't look uh, like uh, yeah. I you don't look have good. droopy eyes. <laughs> I'm not spouting angry things. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> We've had some of those moments. We Although, have. yeah, I must say, last live show, I was way drunker than you. 
Uh, yeah, I think you were. Yeah. I think you were. Because we usually we have a red wine bottle over here and we finish it together. I finished it all by myself and yeah. then ordered another one. And you had maybe 30% of the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think I was trying to get myself ready for Christmas in France. Oh, right. Yes. You had Christmas in France. But I have uh, to do a side note. We have uh, a listener who's not here from America mm-hmm. um, who also has a podcast called Bad Game Movies. Cool. Um, I think, I- yeah, his name's Bill. And mm-hmm. he sent me a message saying uh, my story about shitting myself because I was afraid of Santa Anybody classic. remember that a story? Classic. <laughs> I still say we have to make a movie about that. Uh, <laughs> and because it, 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 for those that don't, you can go listen to our last episode. Uh, it was a live Christmas show, uh, very musical. But I shared a post-traumatic stress disorder moment from my childhood about how I had to be told Santa was not real uh, to stop me uh, shitting myself. Um, uh, but he said that he told a friend of his about it over Christmas. And it's now one of his favorite stories to it's tell people. It's a really good story, and I've been thinking about it since then, because why wouldn't you be scared shitless <laughs> when people tell you that uh, a stranger is coming into your house, yeah. a bearded stranger wearing red? Who watches you all yeah. year. I yeah. mean, we said this. We don't need to go into it. You oh go yeah. back and listen to the episode. It's insane. It's insane. But before we get in, I think it's important to uh, point out that I'm Australian. And I am Icelandic. And together we are... Australia! I got a song for you, girl. It's a song about love. And it's going to start in just a second. As soon as I... Australia. I didn't listen to much R&B in my youth. I don't really know how boys to men sounded anymore. Because I was more into Tony Braxton. And I am bad at beatboxing. So I'm feeling better right now, that's the thing. I just want to sing instead of doing noise with my tongue thing. Braver girl, that was a bit of Timberland. Yeah? Yeah, yeah it was like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> It th- this one was pretty good. This is one in our top 40. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, should like we should release <laughs> every single one yeah. of them. <laughs> and put <laughs> it on iTunes. I mean, Absolutely. God knows it works for all the queens on RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, every single one of them has got a fucking song. Uh, but speaking of, uh, of R&B, I have not, like, we, so I, I came along and helped you just last week. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. With we I di- I have a I have another thing, uh, which is Primp in Paradise or or uh, uh, Primp i Paradis, <laughs> <laughs> which means fart in paradise. Yes, it's a a, a thing I do for uh, Bio Paradise, which is a cinema here in Reykjavik, where I screen a bad movie every month and uh, talk about it with some guests. And uh, w- uh, w- this time I, uh, this Christmas I uh, screened um, the Room. Which is the Citizen Kane of bad movies. It C- is. Citizen Kane is the Citizen Kane of movies. 
and I, uh, we had a guest, uh, Greg Sestero, who is the, the Mark from Ojai, Mark, uh, in that film. He is very... Uh, For those who don't know, The Disaster Artist is based on this movie. Yes, based and on his book about the uh, movie. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I brought you in to help me interview him. And that was the first time I had seen that movie in its entirety. <laughs> yeah, and people booed. People booed me. Yes. When you said uh, you only seen it once, people booed. Yeah, because I found out that the room nerds are worse than Star Wars yes. nerds. <laughs> they are. They will, f if you don't know, and, and I mean, it was, I gotta say, if you've never seen it in its entirety, uh, go to a proper screening because that was so much more fun than watching it at home. Mm -hmm. um, and I've seen different scenes, but it was it was nice that the the audience have seen it so many times that like every time someone walks into a scene, they're screaming, "Close the door!" Because yeah. no one ever closes the door in that movie. And, and yeah, and there is also a thing where they have there is uh, in the set there is a, a, a framed picture of a spoon yep. because they bought a framed picture of a spoon in a in a two dollar store and had it part of the set. And whenever you see that spoon, you're supposed to shout "spoon" and throw, and throw spoons a spoon at the screen. At the screen. And I uh, and uh, various other things. Whenever uh, uh, a woman says something, I can't. Like a woman says, a uh, woman, female character says, uh, "I don't know why I can't uh, make it in the world." Then everybody's supposed to shout, "Because you're a woman." <laughs> so. And it's uh, it's it's good if you've seen the movie before. But I brought my girlfriend, and she could only hear like "boost boon" and "because you're a woman." <laughs> Did they shout "because you're a woman"? Yes, yes, yes. But she couldn't hear anything in the movie. She it, it just looked like a like a, a soap opera. Yeah, 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 yeah. People shouting "because you're a woman." I and I I swear it's. <laughs> I swear it's not as sexist as it looks. And then it kept on going. And it, uh, yes, it's probably as sexist as it looks. It actually, like, being in that room reminded me a lot, being in that room, oh, pun intended, <laughs> it reminded me a lot of um, uh, when I was in Thailand, uh, at certain, like, w in the north of Thailand, in, like, this town called Chiang Mai. Yeah, uh, people kept shouting, because well you're a woman. No, but... If you're having dinner and it's like this tiny restaurant, often the person who owns it lives there as well. And there was this one place we liked to go because it was super cheap and really great food. But the woman who owned it was an absolute fucking bitch to her staff and it was so entertaining to watch her. <laughs> like, and But she did nothing but hold a fan and watch soap operas, the entire, t like Thai soap operas, and she would scream at the screen like that. Yeah. When someone, when someone she'd go, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and what's going on? And so I, I would find, I would just watch her watch a soap opera, and it was amazing. That's And that's what it was like watching the room. But I wanted to say, <laughs> I just wanted someone with a fan, you know, <gasps> um, <laughs> Well, what <laughs> what I want to well say it was <laughs> very hot in that cinema. It was yeah. very warm. Uh, like a mist of nerd sweat. Yeah. <laughs> Bit musky. Yeah. Um, it was like a Nexus portion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but ever since, because the sex scenes in the room are accompanied by, like, B-grade versions of R&B music from the 90s. Yeah. And s I can't remember any of the songs, but all week I've had my own version of B-grade R&B songs <laughs> in my head. And it's been about doing stuff like, oh, I wanna make a sandwich. <laughs> 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 
It's terrible. There were a lot of sex scenes in that movie. They recycled uh, them, though, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Two of those sex scenes were the same sex, sex scenes. Scene. Yes. <laughs> and it was the one where he was fucking her in the belly. Because apparently the the uh, main actor slash uh, producer slash director slash screenwriter doesn't know where the vagina is. <laughs> Can I do one thing? Yeah. We'll, we'll have a pause right now. I just forgot to put the mic for the... Oh, audience. yeah, 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 yeah. So Please this... Explain what I'm doing there. Okay, so right now, Huli is going into the back of, uh, of the dressing area, which, oddly enough, uh, used to be uh, responsible for a lot of my winter wardrobe because it's close to the lost and found. Um, <laughs> we don't get paid for this. And now he's putting the microphone at the back so we can get your audience noise. Uh, when you laugh and stuff. Uh, so it's there. Uh, that wonderful. Thank you, Israel. Thank you. Thank you. Just, just remember, we're professional comedians, so we're pretty good at working out where the laugh is coming from. And that laugh sounded super Jewish. <laughs> sounded like it was good with money and should be my agent. Um, <laughs> Did somebody just go, ooh? <laughs> I can say that. My agent was a Jew. Uh, he was, he, my Australian agent, and he's a self-hating Jew. Like, it's, it's a whole other thing. He's, Israel's clapping, because he knows what I'm talking about, don't you? Give me, give me a big laugh if you know what I'm talking about. Exactly. Um, so I think it's time for the embarrassment of the week. So what, uh, m maybe I should start because should. I believe I yours is I think so. <laughs> because you said you had a doozy. I, it's, it's, yeah, it's a story. So well, yeah, I, well, I had uh, a very slight embarrassment, which was basically on the first minute of this year, uh, in which I was in this party with all the showbiz people. And I brought nothing with me but some alcohol and a huge rocket. And then uh, it, was a, it was the biggest rocket I could find at the rocket store. Yeah. Fireworks, he's talking about. <laughs> it was a rocket. It's technically a rocket. I'm still going to call it a rocket. Fuck it. So, uh, so I, there was this one other guy who bought this... Same rocket. His oh, rocket no. was just as big as my rocket. <laughs> so I'm, I was no longer the guy with the biggest rocket in the party. And uh, so we decided to shoot our rockets at the same time. <laughs> we were even trying to, try to cross the streams, you know. Yeah. But uh, uh, we couldn't fi uh, find uh, uh, the right place for it, but we found, uh, yeah, so we were we were uh, walking hand in hand, actually, this is true, uh -huh. with, with our rockets in our other hand. <laughs> <laughs> so we were just, just, we were literally skipping around. We thought this was funny, it was very amusing, holding hand in hand and, and holding with our other hands the, our rockets. And we found this place with this uh, very small, um, uh, Traffic signs or whatever. Yeah, uh, like traffic cones. Traffic, no, basically uh, serve the same purpose as traffic cones. Yeah. But we could put our rockets in each of the, the holes. The yeah. holes. <laughs> so we put our rockets in, the, in the each hole. 
at the same time and decided to shoot at the same time. And there were all the other people were gathered around watching you, yes, as we as we fired our rockets. At the same time. Yeah, at the same time. It's like yeah. And then days later, <laughs> Trump and and Kim Jong un. Yeah, wow, I, I hadn't thought of that. It was a I metaphor. I can't believe! It was a metaphor for uh, Trump and uh, Kim Jong-un's uh, uh, rocket sizes. Uh, You're so basically Charlie Brooker right now. Yeah, but wait, yes, yes. You predicted it! Yes, it's, it's, uh, it's some Black Mirror shit right yeah. there, man. <laughs> but uh, I, uh, so we, we put our lighters to the rockets at the same time. Did you light y your own or each other's? We lighted our own. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and lo and behold, his rocket went up and mine didn't. Oh. No, that's not an oh, that's an oh no, because mine is still going, oh, but it's shit. not going up. Oh no. So his goes up. Nobody's watching that one because everyone is watching the one who's not that's not going up because it's about it's to gonna explode, explode <laughs> in front of everyone, which it did. So uh, and later on, people like three different people sent me videos of the whole thing, and nobody followed his rocket upside <laughs> up in the air. Nobody saw that beautiful explosion in the air. Everybody saw the very potentially. Um, people killing rocket in on the ground. And uh, it hurt a p uh, like a couple of people a bit. <gasps> it hurt me uh, in the thigh oh. because it bits of it flew everywhere. And uh, one of them landed on my thigh and uh, one of them uh, landed on somebody's glove. She was holding the glove uh, off her hand while it was happening and she was going, oh, I'm so glad. Um, I wasn't hurt, but then she saw her glove on fire. <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And uh, she put it out and showed it later to me, and I said I would pay for it, and she said that I wouldn't have to. Just leave me alone. Stay away from me. Stay away from me. Don't, don't bring your huge rockets to me ever, ever again. You ruined the glove my boyfriend gave to me for my for Christmas. And he's dead now. <laughs> and he's dead. Yes, yes, it was one fatality. But it, it was an extra. It was an extra and stupid and he doesn't matter. His career wasn't going anywhere. But I think that it may be... I feel like that the whole thing was a, a metaphor for my career in a way because everyone... You injure everyone around you yeah. on your way up. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's, I was going to say because it didn't go anywhere and it <laughs> hurt a lot of people. That was better. That was a great embarrassment of the week. It was great. Was there a moment when it wasn't going off? Because mm. I always find this fascinating when an explosion is imminent. You see videos on YouTube. I feel like in that moment I would go, Oh, it hasn't gone off the ground, and I would start running in the opposite <laughs> direction. But people tend to stand around and film it. It's the Icelandic way. Uh, and also, no, just if you see that a very bad thing is about to happen, 
you want to watch it. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, uh, I think that might so be. So no one did the slow nobody, motion run. Nobody, nobody turned around. Everyone was like, oh no, it's about to explode in our faces. <laughs> I'm going to put Zoom on it. Snapchat. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's where we live now. Wow. Well, my, uh, my embarrassment involves, it's, it's quite a story. Um, so I, I, I got mugged in France. Yes. Uh, that's, that's the beginning of it. So I got mugged in Paris, uh, uh, right where Amelie was shot. Right? Yes. She was shot? Well, as I didn't know Amelie was shot. I missed, was it after the credits? <laughs> when I was watching that movie, I was like, when is something going to happen? <laughs> no, but, uh, so, so we arrived in Paris. Um, we, we were going to do one night in Paris and then go up to Normandy where Frenchie's family live. Uh, we arrived in Paris. We saw the Eiffel Tower. You know, uh, oddly enough, the the words that came out of my mouth when I saw the Eiffel Tower were, "Oh, it is pretty." Um, <laughs> that's because, but the the thought was that often, you know, the building doesn't match. Like it's usually, in my experience, it's not always better than the postcard. Uh, and the, the Eiffel Tower was beautiful. Um, and then we saw the Arc de Triomphe, the Champs Elysees, like all these all these beautiful places. And then he said, "I'm going to take you." up to where they filmed Amelie, which is this huge uh, kind of city called Montmartre. Uh, and it's, it overlooks all of Paris and it's still old up there and it has the cobblestones. We had a coffee and everything was lovely. It was very romantic. And there was this monorail that goes up there. So we took that up, but then we thought, let's walk down. So we walked down the stairs, the sun had gone down. Uh, that was the first mistake. Um, because then, as we were just at the bottom of the stairs, I was, we were just about to walk, and because it's Paris, there's usually people, you know, who are, hello, my friend, hello, my friend, can I offer you some, I don't know, shitty jewelry or whatever. Uh, and this guy said, hello, my friend, hello, my friend, and I went, oh, no, thank you. And I started walking in the, like, away from him, and he grabbed my hand, then started putting this shitty bracelet on me. And I'm trying to pull my hand away. I said, no, thank you. And he, I mean, this guy was, in Australian, you would say six foot and built like a brick shit house. Like, he was huge. Uh, and he was very strong and would not let go of my hand. And then they, then suddenly I turned around. Like, I'm like, oh, I, how do I get my hand away? And I'm surrounded by ten of his friends. Yeah, and and I'm looking for... Or going, put on the bracelet. It looks good on you. I'm trying to pull away, and they're all sort of screaming, uh, like kind of speaking loudly at me in French, and then they um, put two of themselves in between my boyfriend, and, and so two of them were blocking him away, so he had no idea what was going on. He's screaming at them in French. Then this guy started talking to me in English, and he's like, you know, this is very, this is very powerful uh, magic. This is, you know, and, and I, I was like, no, 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 I, I, don't, I don't want this bracelet. I don't want this bracelet. Um, and then I said to him, I, he's like, it's okay, it's okay, it's a gift. And I said, yes, but I don't want to buy anything. Uh, and then this other guy steps in and says, you should respect my boss. And I went, fuck. Because also, less than 30 meters away from us, there are armed guards. So these guys are doing this, and they don't care that they could get shot by the police. 
Um, and then, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't let Why go. Why wouldn't you care about something like that? I, because you've got nothing to lose, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so I'm, I'm trying to pull my, my hand away, and, and I realize it's not going to happen. They're starting to kind of push Frenchie around, and that's when I'm like, okay, I've just got to work out how to get out of this situation. And then the guy had finished his little speech and leaned into me and had both hands on my, on my arm and said, now a little bit of money. And I reached into my left pocket and I was jingling some change and he said, your wallet's in the other one. And I went, And so I pulled out my wallet and I knew I didn't have any small notes in there. And so like the smallest note I had was like a 20 euro. And so I I pulled out a a 20 euro and I said, look, this is all I've got. Basically that was my my, like, please just just take it. And he, he ripped it out of my hand and then um, he said, he said something to uh, his friend in French, who I didn't realize was now right next to me, looking over my shoulder. And his friend said, "You have a fifty in there." And I was like, "What?" And he said, "You give me the fifty, I give you forty-five change." And made me look down at his wallet to show he had money in there. You give me the fifty, I give you forty-five change. And like, and I'm just kind of like, "What do I do in this situation?" So in the end, I said to him, "I will give you the fifty if you just let us go." And he took the wallet, and there was like a silence, and it was like you could hear a fucking pin drop. I was like, what's going to happen now? You know, and then he kind of leaned back. I was like, oh, he's going to punch me in the face. Uh, and then he grabbed my shoulder, leaned into me, said, put your wallet away. And then I got to leave the situation. There was one word he said at the end, uh, which made me kind of go, oh you're not doing a great service to, to, to stop racism at all. Oh God, where's this going? No, it's, and it's, and actually, you know, um, my, my boyfriend's heritage is African. Mm. And this guy leaned into me and the last thing he said to me was Africa. And I went, oh God, if I was a fucking moron, I would then be racist for the rest of my life Maybe he wanted you to sing that song by Toto. Meet you all the way. Well, instead, yeah, I was supposed to just walk yeah. down the street. No, I just nope. 70 euros. Da, da, da. But I mean, in the no, end, in you were saying now do a song. But the, the funny thing was, because my boyfriend had no idea any of this had happened, mm-hmm. we walked away, and then he starts going, What What happened? What happened? And he could see them putting money, him, the guy putting money in his ear. You get the money? You get the money? And started screaming. And I was like, Can you shut the fuck up? <laughs> For a minute. He said, what? What? I said, just walk until we're in light. Because we were still in the dark. Mm. And, and he was like, we have to call them. I was like, he's screaming in English less than 10 meters away. We have to call the police. He's like, shut up. Uh, so, yeah, I got mugged in Paris. That's yeah. so embarrassing. It is so embarrassing. But I kept the bracelet on. <laughs> I kept oh, the bracelet. So you got the bracelet out of it. No, well, but the, the, the embarrassing thing was I kicked myself later because I had one of those comedian moments where I was like, oh, I wish I said that. Oh. Because, because I had a moment of like, you, because I remember the words I said to him were, you can take the 50 if you let us go. I wish I had said, you can take the 50 if you let us go and take this fucking ugly bracelet off me. <laughs> But, but then what really chapped my crapper later 
was uh, we went to a we went to a comedy night, an all English comedy night in Paris in Go. And uh, I was chatting with one of the comedians, and she was like, "How was Paris today?" And uh, and I said, oh, "I got robbed." And she said, "Oh, was it the guys with the braces at Montmartre?" <laughs> I said, "I just kind of went, yeah." That's exactly what happened. Did they take your whole wallet? I said, no, it was just some money. Oh, that's good, isn't it? <laughs> and I just kind of went, so, because we also did tell the police, and everyone just kind of had this, I, I got a new understanding for the, the French term nonchalance. <laughs> because everyone's kind of like, yeah, we know this happened, but what can you do? Yeah. Like, <laughs> But so so then we did we did Christmas. Do do you still have the brace that's off? No, I did eventually. It was like bad mojo. Like I just I I kept it on because in case the police wanted it or something, you yeah. know. Uh, but then I took it off and I left it in the Airbnb. Um, so they have the bracelet now. Uh, <laughs> it's like the tiki from the Brady Bunch. It's <laughs> gonna give them bad luck. Um, so we, we did uh, uh, Christmas in Normandy, which if you've never done a French Christmas, it's fucking amazing. The food is incredible. I ate so much pate and game bird and wine, and it was incredible. Uh, before I left, the night before I left, I started getting really bad pains in my stomach. Like... I wouldn't even call it, it didn't feel like it was diarrhea pain, I just had pain in my abdomen. Mm. And uh, the whole time we were in France, it kept going and coming away, and I was like, I'm just, I'm just drinking too much and eating too much good food, this is probably what's wrong. So uh, then, <laughs> then we got back, and it didn't go away. And then uh, during my long days over New Year's, and I, I didn't really drink anything over New Year's at all, because I was working, I New Year's Day, I woke up, and I felt like shit, and I was like, oh, now I'm going to be, I'm sick now, that's, that's, that's terrible. I, uh, I, I was putting socks on, and felt like my hip was going to fall out of the socket, because it was so painful, and every joint did my body hurt, and I went, oh, it's flu season, it's about time, uh, and then it didn't, like, it didn't get any better, it kept getting worse, the pain got worse, I had back pain everywhere. And, uh, but I noticed I didn't have a runny nose, I didn't have a sore throat, I didn't really have a fever. And I just started thinking, what could this be? Then I remembered, remember when marriage equality happened in Australia? Remember how my mother told me about it? Yeah, tell us that story again. She sent me a message, I can read it for you actually. Let me just try and find it. She sent me a message. I sent it to my little brother yesterday. Here we go. The message read... Uh, sorry, we chatted a lot. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're totally upfilling the stereotypical thing about gay men talking to their mothers a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But basically, the, so the message read from my mother... Um, just giving you a heads up, your auntie Jean has hemochromatosis. Your dad got checked and he's a carrier but doesn't have it full blown. But apparently his kids need to get checked so you should sort that out. And my 
response to her was, oh, I guess I'll work out how to do that. And her response was, shouldn't you just go to a doctor? Oh, by the way, did you hear marriage equality came through? (laughs) (laughs) So then this, I was like, wait a second. This hemochromatosis thing my mother was talking about, what are the symptoms of it? I asked Google. (laughs) The symptoms of hereditary hemochromatosis. Abdominal pain, lack of energy, loss of sex. We don't need to talk about that one. Uh, uh, Joint pain, uh, fuzziness in the brain. I've been forgetting shit for like the last three weeks. Basically, I have every single symptom of this thing. Uh, You want to know what they, what, there's one thing in particular that got worse in the last two days. I want to know what hemochromatosis is. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Hemochromatosis is a, it's also known as the Celtic curse. Oh, so it's an alcoholic thing. <laughs> kind of. Because Celtic is a fancy word for Irish. Uh, Irish. So it's known as the Celtic curse. It's old timey for Irish. It's a genetic disorder where your body stores too much iron. Mm. So usually people get a small amount of iron from their food and that's what they need. People with this disorder store four times as much. They take four times as much iron out of their food. And apparently, when your body has too much iron, it can't get rid of it. So it stores it in the liver, which then eventually, if you don't get checked, will present these, it'll store it in your liver and your joints. And in particular, one of the things which has happened in the last two days is your knuckles get really sore. And they call it the Iron Fist. (laughs) (laughs) So not only do you have this disease, it's also named after the worst show on Netflix. The worst show on Netflix. Actually, that was, I said the symptoms to my brother, and he said, I said, I have a lot of these symptoms. He said, um, he's had them as well, uh, but he wants nothing to do with Iron Fist because I hate that hero. So, yeah. so basically, like I was like, I have all of these symptoms, uh, and so I today I went to a doctor, and I said, he he was like, what's going on? I said, uh, well, uh, my my dad is a carrier. Apparently, m- my sister now is a carrier. The way it works is you can be a carrier or you can have it, and if if both of your parents are carriers, you have a 25% chance of having it and a 50% chance of being a carrier. There's four kids in my family. I'm 25%. I'm one quarter. You are the iron fist of your family. I'm the iron fist. But the, the, the funny thing is, ever since she sent me this message, I've been trying to say to her, well, if you go get the genetic test and you're not a carrier and you don't have it, we don't have to worry. And I had a whole conversation with her on the phone today where I was like, you should just get tested. And she said, but it's on your father's side. And I had to say, that's not how genetics works. And she said, well, I'll ask your father. And I said, but I asked doctors. And she said, I'll ask your father. Um, Apparently he's a doctor now. So I went and I I gave him the symptoms. I said, here's how I'm feeling. I feel like shit, you know, uh, and, uh, and this has happened in my family. He said, great, we'll give you a blood test. And until we know you need to avoid anything with iron in it, which is everything, 
I went online. Every bread has iron in it. You know, salmon has iron in it. That's like, not a bread. It's, it's not a bread. It's an animal. Hummus. Hummus has iron in it. Oh, oh, that's your favorite food. A life without hummus is a life not worth living. So all of these, all of these things, until I know if I have this or not, I'm not allowed them. And I'm not allowed to drink, because guess what? If you have pain when you've got this, it means you've already got liver damage. Yay! That's amazing. I mean, oh, I, I'm, I'm very sad for you for not being able to ingest iron because you have too much iron in you right yeah. now. I'm the iron giant. <laughs> I'm Iron Man. Iron Man. You should do a song. I am Iron Man. <laughs> I don't really like African bracelets. <laughs> <laughs> but I do miss the rains down in Africa. Um, so yeah, I may have a genetic disorder, which basically means I am more allergic to fun than you. Oh yes, because how? Yeah, b because uh, I have the gluten. Thing. You have the gluten. And I was like, I was looking at this with my boyfriend, like all the things you have to avoid until you know if you've got this. And I basically said to him, what am I going to eat? And he said, you can have eggs. I can't even, I'm not even allowed anything with vitamin C in it. Because vitamin C makes your body hold more iron. So if this turns out to be true, you're only going to be able to eat eggs? No, here's, here's the treatment. If this turns out to be true, what they do, and I love this because it's so medieval, <laughs> they just take half a liter of blood out of my body. <laughs> yeah. They just, made, in the old days, they used to just cut you open and let you drip. Yeah. They take half a liter of blood out of you and then keep, do it every week until your iron levels are normal. And then you're allowed to kind of have normal stuff until they work out what works for you. So they're going to empty you? Yeah. They're going to drain your blood. Yep. And you're going to lose energy. What is this show going to be like? I don't know. <laughs> it's just going to be me saying, yeah? <laughs> is that right? It's going to be like doing a show with Mary Kate Olsen. <laughs> Talking makes me tired. You know? <laughs> I know. At least there's another one, another Olsen. I don't have another Duffy. But that's my terribly long embarrassment of the week. Give it up for Jonathan Duffy. <laughs> I think it's time for some uh, of our language class. It's time for How to Speak Australian. Okay, I actually did some effort and wrote some stuff down. While you have it. Okay, I remembered one when we were yeah, while I've got it, while I've got it. Um, I remembered one when we were having Christmas dinner. Uh, I, you guys don't do this here. It's very British and Australian. Is when you have your Christmas dinner, you have these like little present things that are they're like a tube and they have wrapping on the end. Yeah. Yeah. They came from Argentina or yeah, and they pop. They pop. Wait. So you you it's like a tube and you you each hold an end, pull it. And you mean the you mean the big caramel with a bad joke in it? Yeah. Yes. And it's and it has a paper crown as well. Oh, right. Okay. It usually has a paper crown, a mustache comb, or a stupid toy, and a dad joke. And we call them bonbons. 
right? All right. And so in Australia, if you say pop your bonbon, <laughs> what do you think that means? What does that mean? Is it just what you explained to me? If I said, did you pop your bum bun? Did, did, did you lose your, lose your ass with Timothy? <laughs> no, it basically means, did you did you get laid? Oh, did you pop did your bum bun? Did you pop your bum It's yes, like, yes, yes, bust yes. your load. Ah, in Iceland, we say, for the inset nigger. <laughs> what does that mean? Did you have an installation? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was went in art school. We have a different lingo <laughs> And that led me to think of other sexual. Did you have? Did you have? Oh, I forgot. Well, led me to think of other sexual ones. Uh, we have this really plain biscuit that you kind of put butter or cheese on. It's called a sayo. Yeah, le like leather bread in Iceland. Uh, maybe it's like a wheat one. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and and they're boring. Yeah, but. Um, uh, what do you think a soggy sayo is? Say it again. Soggy sayo. Soggy sayo. Is it like limp biscuit? It is! <laughs> is it? Yeah. Oh god, that's the worst thing in the world. It's disgusting. Yeah, that's... Okay, it's when... <laughs> it's when a group of terrible human beings who also... Also known as fraternity bros. Or, yeah, or just dudes, uh, jerk off. And they try and race each other, and they all have to jerk off on this biscuit. And the last one to get there has to eat it. Man. I honestly, in my opinion, they're all losers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it depends on the guy, though. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, yeah, it depends on what they're into, really. Yeah. Oh, is it in our? Uh, I was going to say Argentinian. He knows the American version. Did Limp Bizkit. Knowledge is power, everybody. <laughs> Knowledge is power. And I have one more. One more. Uh, because I made a joke. Uh, uh, my, my boyfriend asked where his mother was. Like, he couldn't find her in the house. And I said, oh, she's done a runner. She's done a runner? She's done a runner. She has diarrhea? No. <laughs> uh, she left her family? Yeah. She's done a runner. Done a runner. But you can also, like, done a runner, but it becomes done a runner. Um, <laughs> it's like banana rama. Done a runner. Done a runner. But you can also have done a runner if you uh, left the restaurant without paying. Oh, done, yes, done a runner. Risk table twenty three. Oh, done a runner. That's uh, like like dine and ditch. That's done it. Yeah, dine and dash. Dine and dash. Yes, yes, yes. Done a runner. Yes. Yeah. All right. That that was mine. How's yours? Um, I I the last time we were here, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, we uh, I should that have was charming. Sometimes you regret saying things not into the microphone. This wasn't it. It sounded juicy. <laughs> it was, uh, it's, yeah, it's always beer. Uh, it's so good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just finish you off inside and exit your body. The weird thing is, way. like, my body says, I don't want it because mm. I'm in a lot of pain. But my head 
and my heart <laughs> have never wanted it more in my life. Look at it. It's so beautiful. Look at it. So frothy. And, and, and so much of it. And it's very amber. Yes. And, and if, if you want more, it's you just can ask go for it. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I uh, last time I taught you some Christmas songs. And this time I'm going to teach you the most popular song of 2017 because uh, it that year just left us. That is a song called Despacito. No, no, the most popular song in Iceland. Okay, uh, the most popular Icelandic song of 2017. It's called Year of Year Up. <laughs> and uh, I'm just going to tell you. Okay, B O B A. Yeah, B O B A. Boba. Boba. <laughs> Actually, it spells bomba. <laughs> That's a whole story, which I will teach you. Okay. You see, a long, a long time ago, there was a man called Pepe Mortes. Yeah, you know about Pepe Mortis. That's, that's the one who's not Omar Ragnarsson. Yes. And uh, he's a singer. He's a singer. And uh, he used to uh, narrate, he used to uh, sportcast. Uh, commentate, thank you very much. Uh, uh, boxing matches. Oh. And he was commentating on something, I guess, uh, two men punching each other. Mm. <laughs> uh, and he he thought it was such a great uh, punch that happened at that time that he thought it was a bomba or a bomb. A bomb, yes. And he said, "Oh, this was a bomb. I'm saying you B O B bomb because uh, he is famously um, illiterate, dys dyslexic. dyslexic. Dyslexic is the right word. Illiterate probably applies as well, but not in this instance." Okay, so I have a question because my my Icelandic celebrity knowledge. He's the one like he's gotten into a bit of alcohol and drugs in the past. Yes, he yes. was very famous uh, for doing lots of drugs uh, during the eighties, which is also the time that he did all his good songs. Aha. Uh -huh. <laughs> and uh, there's a lesson in there. <laughs> He used to commentate along with Omar Ragnarsson, uh -huh. who uh, looks exactly like him, yes. but with slightly more wrinkles. Uh, they used to commentate on boxing matches, and uh, he's, uh, the right way to spell bomba is B-O-M-B-A, mm -hmm. but he said, this B was a bomba, B-O-B-A, and it became the most popular phrase until Dorit Museva said, uh, this is Dorostaland in the Heimi. Uh, but uh, so apparently, so this this is very popular at the time. People make T-shirts and everything, and then it went away until today, when a couple of twelve twelve-year-olds uh, did a song about uh, love life. Who weren't even alive when he said this? I don't think they were. No. That's that's the that's the ironic thing. That's the that's that's what I find so, so interesting. So they somehow made it into their. Yeah, I, I guess they went and they looked at some vintage boxing matches. 
it's white as well be black and white. I want to see the behind the music on this. Yeah, exactly. How did they find out about this thing? I think they went into like they went into the archives and found this. And so they tried to so they decided to make a song about it. For some reason they made this song not about boxing, but about being attracted to girls with a bad personality. Oh! Yes. So they say, Bier or Bier A, Fade Bomba, Fila Eki Goda Tiu, Fila Bara Vonda. Which means, Bier B or. Yeah, you don't have to do that every time, yeah. Bier or Bier, Fade Bomba. I don't like good girls. Fia. Fia is a girl. Yeah. I only like the bad ones. Oh, this is sounding like a love. This is like a Taylor Swift song. Yes. <laughs> yes. When you translate it. <laughs> yes, actually. Uh, it is. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, then they say, first of all, they pull up the Honda. First. On first date. Yeah. I pull up. Yeah. And I thirty Hyundai. Oh, yeah, we say Honda. That's, that's, um, that's fuel economic? Yes, yeah? yes, please tell me. Is they are, they're responsible. Can, can you tell me, audience, is Ethrautio Honda, is that good or bad? It's a it's hatchback, bad. isn't it? <laughs> it's a small car, yeah. It's like a, it's like a Toyota Igo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so it's it's a step up from an Igo. Okay, all right. Is yeah. that good or bad? Uh, if they're cheap. If they're cheap. They're cheap. They're fuel efficient. Wouldn't use one in the I snow. I'm asking a gay man to explain cars to me. <laughs> uh, you just got schooled by a puss. <laughs> the only I have a driver's license. He doesn't. That's the only thing. <laughs> He once suggested we go to the, the far east of Iceland. <laughs> Let's drive there. You don't drive. I know. Recording of a film. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Okay. 
they have a lot of questions about that. That's for another episode. Yeah, but it was, you know, in short, I was just trying to fuck the gay out of me. Um, <laughs> didn't work. Didn't work. But I thought, because we've exhausted so much, uh, I would volunteer some uh, a fact for you tonight. All right. Because here's something that I've often, you know, had a lot of my straight male friends joke with me about. And uh, I've gone, yeah, it's true. Because uh, sometimes, this has happened in the past, where they go, so you're a couple. Well, these aren't friends. You're a couple. Who's the woman? You know, and it's like, we're both men. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> but, but there have been times when I've had friends go, you know, you guys, you, you're, you're both men. You must just be fucking all the time. Because there's nothing to stop you. There's no period. <laughs> and here's where they're wrong. Uh, I guess you could say a gay period is when you have a bad curry. <laughs> the gay period. Oh my god. And it, it I have heard myths. I've heard the myths about the gay period. People have talked about it in the shadows. I didn't think it was real. There is no such thing as a gay period, I thought. There can't be, at least with the male gays. <laughs> male gays. <laughs> but so you're saying it they is? They exist, my friend. They exist. Uh, they, and, and when you have a bad curry. As if when you've got an upset stomach, you've got diarrhea, that's like a period. Or if you have a hemoglobin. <laughs> Oddly, since I've had these symptoms, my poops have been amazing. Oh, really? Yeah, very strong. It's like with my when I started uh, doing my ADD drugs. Your poops are better? Poops are way better. They're like Christmas presents. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah. Just leave their party, uh, and I don't even have to wipe my ass afterwards. The, the other day, I was like this, like a, a smidgen away from a ghost poop. That's the, that's the dream poop. A double ghost is the dream poop. A double ghost? Double ghost is when you don't have to wipe, and it disappeared. Yeah. It just went straight away yeah. without you having to flush. That is the dream, my friend. It's, it's funny, it's funny. Before I turned 30, I dreamed that I wanted to be a successful comedian who dabbled in television. Now I just want to double ghost poop. Uh, yeah, actually, before I, before, before I used to take my, my ADD drugs, uh, 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 my poop used to be like uh, just liquid, mm. uh, and I thought I had gluten intolerance. Oh, come on, I can we? I haven't heard you do this bit. Yeah, here's a whole bit. Can we do the sound? Of, can you do the sound effects? Oh, really? You yeah. Want to do, I, do you want to hear him do the sound effects? <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate asking you to do bits. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, yes. <laughs> no, but just do the sound of, of the. Of what does it sound like? Uh, of yes. When you're pooping. Yes. Okay. Before yeah, yeah, yeah. the ADHD drugs. Yeah. We, uh, there used to be a time where I had gluten intolerance. It means that I do, wasn't able to eat pizza or hamburgers or drink beer. I was uh, uh, allergic to happiness. So uh, whenever I did that, uh, whenever I had one of those uh, meals, I would have what the Germans call the glutenscheise. This is, uh, this is a very aggressive form of diarrhea. 
it's uh, uh, basically uh, when it's well, it sounds like this. Um, it started it starts uh, out pretty innocently because of with just yeah, you know, like a regular power moment. It's like just regular, but then soon it goes to into more aggressive territory, which is. Sex you can remember. <laughs> so, <laughs> what you do is. 
uh, you try to like like sneak it, sneak it out silently by lifting up your other ass cheek. <laughs> We've all done this, but that makes another noise, which is the snake hiss. But <laughs> 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 so what you do then is, if she hits the snake hiss, you have to incorporate it into the conversation by going like, Yep. I love those ones. Those are the best. They're the best. 
I like duck farts as well. Or I used to do it like a long time ago. I used to do a lot of running, and you'd you'd have these moments where in a running track you're listening to music and you're just going and then you realize that that's behind. Have you ever walked on this step? Is like when I'm walking down Railway. You realize you have to fart, but you can't fart unless you stop. So you pretend to look at something at the store window yeah, yeah. while farting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, farting is nice. It's it's uh it's you getting rid of unwanted uh, elements. Better out than in. Better out than. Apparently, in. something like thirty cubic liters a day. Yeah. You, you want to keep that inside? No. You have to have it leave your body because that's how a fart becomes a fart. Yeah. Because before it's just gas. Yeah. What is it? It's just gas. It's air inside you. It has no name. It's just <laughs> just an element within your body, but then it's a fart. It's, it's out there. And, it's it's and when it claps, it's like saying, thank you, mother. <laughs> thank you. I am born. And I imagine farts wander around with that kind of, you know, someone who lives in California and has just found new age medicine. Hello. Yes, and also when you fart, uh, why, yeah, I think it's a mistake to not fart around people because uh, if you fart uh, uh, alone, somewhere out in nature, for example, it will just go out there and never meet anyone's nostrils. But if it, it finds its way into another person's nostrils, it kind of will find its way into their farts. Yes. Yeah. And that's how they can make yeah. other farts. Another fart generation. Another generation of farts. And if you don't fart around people, you're dooming your farts to wander the earth alone. Yes, they will be like fart ghosts. They will be, they will, they will, they will climb out of your television. Like, and, uh, like and Samara in the ring. Yes, you let me down the well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> probably enough yeah. I think this is a joke there somewhere. I'm, I'm glad we recorded it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's time for the... No, no, I didn't do my kid. Oh, you, you had one? one. Oh, yes. yes. Okay. It's, it's very similar to yours, but not at all. Uh, so uh, there is uh, the top and bottom thing in the gayness. Mm -hmm. And I have a list of uh, Icelandic straight celebrities. Uh-huh. And you're going to tell me as soon as I say their name, if you think they are top or bottom. Everybody knows what top and bottom is. So there are some no's. Okay. So top means you put it in the butt, and bottom means you put it in your butt. Okay. And this is basically only for the Icelandic audience, but here it goes. Roy Bergman, top. He's too bottom. bottom. Boopy. No, Kisley, bossy bottom. Bossy bottom. Like they're in charge, but they, mm, so they, they, like they, they ride. They ride. Boopy Mortens. Top. Messy top. Amsegurti. Bottom. Sigmund Ritavi. Bottom and likes to wear a diaper. <laughs> So he's almost always on his period. 
Minari just likes to likes you to pull it aside, slap him about a bit, maybe get stood on. Yeah. Because 
they are a fuck buddy. That's because you're only supposed to fuck them until you don't want to fuck them any longer. And you want to be friends with them because yes. they're great friends, but you just don't want to introduce them yes, to just your fuck family. Them, just fuck them until you find love elsewhere. Yeah. Next one. What do you get when you marry an Icelander with an American? I don't know. I'm asking you. <laughs> a green card? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just, just farther away from Trump. Hemochromatosis. Homatosis. Yes. Is Jarnkemdarkvilli in Icelandic? Please. Please pronounce it, Jono. I love you both. No, oh, I love you a little bit less now. Jan Gema Gemdarkvilli. How do sex? How do sex? How do sex? 
doesn't have legs. Uh. Oh, but he's got he's got the, the part of the body that has the genitalia. Uh. How do how do sex just put penis? Good answer. What about farts in a bubble bath? Oh, they're fun because um, heat rises. They, uh, I'm not finished. Oh. What about farts in bubble baths? They are awesome. Awesome. Yes, they are awesome, but the really fun thing is to separate them from the bubbles. Yeah. That is a game you can play by yourself. And you always, the smell will always hit you. Because the heat rises. Yeah. They escape the water eventually. So you take, like, you take a couple of bubbles from a bath and, uh, and put them up to your nose and like pop them with the nose. Oh, that's just a regular bubble bubble. That's a fart bubble. One point. Oh, did you ever have to have baths with a sibling as a child? Is that the question for the question? No, I'm asking you. Uh, yes, with my brother. Yeah, me too. And he used to shit in the bathtub all the time. Yes, and my mother, this is a recurring thing. She would keep making me have baths with him. And I would go, I don't want him. He shits in the bathtub. Yes. And then when she found the shit, who did the, who did the poop? And then you would push each of your faces into the poop and tell you. No! Bad child. Next question. How do you cope with seasonal affective disorder? Well, that's up the, that's uh, uh, when you don't have vitamin D, yeah. Yes, which means short day depression. Seasonal affective disorder, which acronym is SAD. I know. Yes. Uh, until recently, I drank. And now you just cope with it. Yeah. Or like me, watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, 
time on a bench for like 30 minutes while eating 30 fried chicken in the sun, that's what I can do. How about you? Well, I did all good I I did used to do a lot of the gym. You do a gym thing. I, I used to, I worked out furiously because I just, you know. While you were uh, married in Australia? Then? Yeah, yeah, well, I was twinking. What happened? Why did you stop that when you came to Iceland? Because I, here's, here's something, I discovered I didn't have to change my body to get people to like me. Yes, because we're all so fucking ugly and this one is a beauty queen in Iceland. <laughs> in Australia, I was Dairy Queen, but here I'm a beauty queen. Uh, how do I let go of something that hurt me long ago? Grass. <laughs> Mushrooms. Yeah. yeah, because then you realize it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Nothing really matters. Anyone can see. <laughs> Nothing. Which is worse? Dry hands or sweaty hands? <laughs> like, are they constantly Depends on what they're doing. Yeah. To you. So, uh, sweaty hands uh, helps if they're doing something for you. Yeah. Being the sweat can be used as a lubricant. Yeah. They're Dry not going to help you climb a cliff. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it depends on if you're having a hand job getting a hand or job climbing a cliff. A cliff. <laughs> oh, another hand question. Should I have sex with my hand? Yes. yes. Because your hand knows you and will never betray you. <laughs> what is the best way for a girl to initiate anal? Just initiate, right? Oh, do you mean pegging? No, to, yeah, but no, she said anal. Pegging is, you know, <laughs> I guess she would say pegging if she meant pegging. Oh, so you don't, like, if... If you're a woman and you're strapping it on, you never call it anal. I think it's official. What would you say? If you were a girl and you wanted to peg someone, which means putting on a strap on and fucking a man in the anus, <laughs> would you say, do you want some pegging? <laughs> or would you, you say, can anal? I try anal with you? Yeah, uh, yeah I, think, I think I think it's pegging. Yeah. Now, so do you think so? Can no, 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 I don't, I'm saying I agree with you. I think this is just anal. anal. This is just anal, yeah. yeah. Uh, what, what's the best way for a girl to initiate anal? Uh, ask for anal. And here's another one, because I've had a lot, I've had a lot of straight female friends call me up and say, I want to try anal. What do I do? On more than one occasion, they were in the bedroom at the time. Uh, the biggest mistake I have noticed a lot He's of calling you up. That is the first mistake, because I am going to put you on speakerphone wherever I am. So, the second, <laughs> second mistake. Are you on all fours right now? Okay. Uh-huh. Just hold on a second. Everybody be quiet. <laughs> um, uh, the second is, I, I did not realize this. Uh, a lot of those female friends did not realize their butt 
doesn't work the same way as a vagina. They don't self-lubricate. You need lube. Water-based. You don't want to start a fire. What if they don't have like official lube? Is there a well, you can do it with spit, but it takes time. It ta it, well, I guess it depends on how big it is as well. Uh. <laughs> Boom. That was a bomba. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ah. Okay. Uh, does the crazy guy that claps too loud annoy you guys too? It's the same crazy guy who was here, who's been here from beginning, or uh, there was another crazy guy who was here before. I don't, I don't know. Because there was a crazy guy here before. Oh, before the whole thing started. Yeah, and they had yeah. to lock the door for him yeah. to come again. He was just. Wanting around the place and spouting crazy things. Aww. He might be here. He would let us know uh, now if he was. He would let us now. But I guess he is not. Okay. Uh, I didn't notice him. I, I didn't notice uh, him. I only noticed the Danish climaxes. <laughs> <laughs> and we love her for it. And we do, we do. I'm sorry. Please give me the finger again. And initiate it. Why? Why all dates in Iceland start with sex? <laughs> Why all dates in Iceland start with sex? Because Be sex could. Yes. Because sex is a reasonable way to start. Why keep on going if you not know how sex is? Remember that time I asked you this question? Titty fucking? Good. No, fun. Fun was the answer. How to look as astoundingly fabulous as you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Would well, you like to give a sentence on how you look this way? Well, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's all about if it's for me. If it's for you in particular. It's because I'm Icelandic and it's the Icelandic cold and it's kept me like this forever <laughs> because we are basically frozen in time and therefore we are beautiful forever. Just look at Pippi Mortens and or Omar <laughs> And for me, I would say the great Coco Chanel once said, uh, before you leave the house, I'm going to do it like Tim Gunn, before you leave the house, look in the mirror and take off one item. I say, look in the mirror and stop giving a fuck. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's a better advice. Yeah, yes. just don't care. Yes. You know, I dress like a lesbian who gave up. <laughs> is this the last one? This is the last one. If you, Jono, in brackets for some reason, and Huli, not in brackets. I don't need no fucking brackets. If you, and Huli. Um, <laughs> I want to educate this person on how to use I don't brackets. need no stinking brackets. If you had a baby together, and you had to give it an Icelandic name, what would it be? Oh, wow, that's a thinker right there. Because, you know, I, I, I love that Icelandic names, I, I tweeted this recently, that when I introduce my Icelandic friends, if you translate it into English, it sounds like I'm the reject in a futuristic ragtag group of rebels. So it's like, here is my friend Mind Game, Wayne, Thor's Hammer, and I am Jono. 
here is Our Lady of the Spring. That's Borges. She's a bitch. Uh, yeah, I don't know, because your name, like, is it a girl or a boy? Okay, we had a girl. We had a girl. I, I actually, I know somebody called Snipeater. Yeah. And I, I do like that name. Because I also love that it's so hard for non-Icelanders to say that they'll just go, Snap, 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 Yes. I think we would have to be something that we can actually pronounce. Mm -hmm. And maybe a mix of our names. Uh -huh. So, Hjón, that's horrible. Which last name would it take? So maybe your last name, because Duffy is kind of cool, because it's like from the Simpson beer. Yeah, but also, like, because we don't do your thing. Like, my last name Duff was... Girl. Duff, Duff Girl! Duff Girl! <laughs> Duff Girl! Thank you so much for joining us tonight. You've been a great audience. This is Jonathan Duffy. And this is Hurlingham Duxon. We are Australia. Make sure you check us out on iTunes. Leave a review. Yes. Tell the world about us. We exist. Thank you so much.